Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insights, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Hello and welcome to Save Your Sanity. Tonight we're going to be talking about why life with a hijackal is like juggling jello. Things just keep slipping through your hands. Everything is uncertain. You don't know if it's sweet. You can't tell what the shape is. After a while, it gets warm and sticky. There are so many ways. And it's a bit like playing whack-a-mole. Now they're here, now they're there. Now they said they'd be there, but they're over here. And it is just a crazy-making experience for most people. Now, of course, I've never tried juggling jello, but I can certainly imagine what it would be like. And when a client said to me this week that she was exhausted from juggling jello, I thought, that's perfect. That simply sums up life with a hijackle. So we're going to talk about what that really is, what a couple of psychological terms like um, um, object constancy is and um, look at at how these things actually play out, what they mean and what they will give you in terms of the possibility of a healthy relationship or a continuing unhealthy one. So stay tuned and let's talk about that. So juggling jello, can you just imagine it? Can you feel it on your hands as I say that? Can you imagine the sound it makes? Can you imagine how frustrating it is? How sticky it gets? What a mess it can all turn into? And then you get up the next day and do it all over again? That can be life with a hijackle. Now, for those of you who haven't tuned into the podcast before, hijackle is my trademark term for people who hijack relationships for their own needs and purposes, and then relentlessly scavenge those relationships for power, status, and control. Now, do you think you might know a hijackal? That's probably why you're here. And this idea of juggling jello is pretty much how people can feel every day when they're in a relationship with a hijackal, a person who wants everything for themselves, everything their way. They have grave difficulty caring about you at any level. They don't even care about their children that much. If it, if it comes to a point of doing something for the children and they'd rather do something for themselves, you've had that experience, I'm sure. You know you can't count on them. And they will swear blind, you can count on them. But it is just not the same. So with all of these pieces that are there and the uncertainty of it all, the messiness of it all, I thought it was really important to introduce you to a couple of psychological concepts that really pertain to what this is all about. Because hijackles have no object constancy. And that is one of the terms, object constancy. And they don't have it, 
and they can't learn it. It's an ability, and you have to get this ability from your life as you go along. And as you are building in hijackalness, you cannot also have object constancy. And I looked up a definition of object constancy for you, and it is the ability to retain a bond with another person, even if you get upset or angry or disappointed by that other person's actions. So you can hang in there. You can love someone and not like them today. You can love someone and be disappointed in them or upset with them or angry with them, but you don't discard them. You don't threaten to leave them. You don't tell them that you know they are useless and worthless and absolutely not going to take up any more of your time. But a hijackal will do that. A hijackal will simply go from loving you in their own way, and it's not really what I would call love, to discarding you in a heartbeat because they found that you did something that they don't like. So they are not going to hang in. You are never going to feel secure in a relationship where there isn't object constancy. And this is an important thing to discuss because this skill of having object constancy actually is developed between two and three years of age. So little children can do it, but hijackals can't. And so you can tell that there are lots of psychological things that underlie the making of a narcissistic person or an antisocial person or a borderline personality person. There are lots of things there that will underlie it, that will build in, because of this lack of object constancy, this inability to be in a relationship that can accommodate ebb and flow and like and love and take in the flaws and find them uh, cute, annoying, or irritating and still love the person. But that won't happen with a hijackle. It can't. They don't have the skill. They don't have it. They're always splitting. And I've talked about that before. You know, the splitting is the term that we use when they, they go to the extremes. It's all of this or none of this. It's black or it's white. It's always or never. There's nothing in between. And I've spoken about that before. And you've experienced it. If you have been in a relationship with a hijackal, you have definitely experienced it. It is night or day. There is no noon. <laughs> there really isn't. And when you think about how frequently you may have experienced that or are experiencing that currently, and it is just enough to make your head spin. It's crazy making. You never know where you stand. You can never be certain of anything that they say. And you think that you're going to grab onto it, something you can nail down. And it, then you open your hand and it's a cloud. It's not there. You don't have it. And that's the way they are because they can't hold the picture. They can't hold that picture that is what we call object constancy. 
And hijackers think about people in two ways. And I was reading a, a paper by Eleanor Greenberg on psych Psychology Today, and she was talking about these two ways that hijackers, in her case, she was talking about narcissistic people, but she was talking about two ways that really demonstrate this with great language. So I want to share this with you. She says that they are, they see people either as special, unique, omnipotent, perfect, and entitled, which gives them a very high status, or they see them as defective, worthless, and garbage, which gives them a very low status, and there is no middle ground. There is nothing in between. So if I can't love you with your flaws, then I have no object constancy. And I jackals don't have high, uh, object constancy. So they're not going to love you with your flaws. They're going to point them out. They're going to um, play on your vulnerabilities. They're going to engage in this, you know, I'll love you if. You know, I would love you if you did this, but you don't. I, You know, that constant sense of never being good enough for a hijackal is truly crazy making. And they keep moving the markers. You think you've got it nailed. You know exactly what to do. And then you do that. And they say, well, it would have been all right if you'd done it sooner. You just can't get it right. And that is what they prey on you with, that they're always withholding approval, always saying, you're something wrong with you. But when they really want something, then all of a sudden everything is right with you. Just for a hot minute, of course. But that's the way they play the game. And they cannot hold a good opinion of you once they see a flaw. It's very difficult for them. And that's one of the reasons why they love bomb you in the beginning. Um, to be that person who can get all the information about you they possibly can. And you feel like you've found the perfect person. And you're spilling all of your vulnerabilities and fears and past relationship issues and all of that. And they are just saying, oh, give me all that. Give me all that. Because later on, I will use it against you. But you don't know that. You know, I've been saying to clients the last few days, I mean, I said it for the last few years, but recently I've been saying it, that um, organically you can't know about these hijackals, you know, until you know. So there's no point ever beating yourself up for finding yourself in a relationship with a hijackal because you just can't see it till you see it. And you can't get the distance you need from it until you are willing to get that distance. And even then it's compelling to go, oh, that's too hard, and jump back into the soup. So it is difficult. I understand it is really difficult. But know that from a psychological point of view, these people are missing that very important object constancy and it's related to something called whole object relations. And that's the second psychological term I'll just throw in here. And the reason I'm doing it is um, in my membership, the Emerging Empowered Community, um, three times a month, 
my members have an opportunity to join me on a group call and ask questions. And one person asked the question about what is object uh, constancy. And so we got to talking about that, and I thought that I would share it with you. Those of you who enjoy the podcast, I know that it's important for you to understand some of these terms so that they help you make sense of the behavior that you're experiencing with them, with these hijackals. So whole object relations is the capacity to see yourself and others in a stable and integrated way that can acknowledge good and bad qualities. That, that we're, we're okay with each other's flaws. We can say they're there, and it doesn't destroy the relationship. It doesn't make everybody fearful running in the other direction. But these things are impossible for a hijackal. They, they can't do it. And there's complicated reasons, and there's simple reasons why they can't do it. But back to the juggling jello. <laughs> when you are trying to make sense of a relationship with a hijackal, and you find you can't please them, that's really difficult. You do everything just the way they said they wanted, and they want something different. Or as I said, they wanted it earlier, or later, or more of it, or less of it. But they cannot allow you that equality of actually getting it right, doing what they asked you to do, and you do exactly that. That puts you on equal footing with them, and hijackals don't like equality. So they have to then get the upper hand in some way, and then they will say, yes, you could have done it earlier, or I don't want it anymore, you're too late, or you, why didn't you do it better before? And they will not give you the validation in the moment. And that is kind of juggling jello because I thought this was exactly what you wanted and now you want something different. And now that's all slipping through my fingers and running through my hands and it's getting sticky and messy and it's, it's difficult. So when it's impossible for a hijackal to have whole object relations and object constancy, then a relationship is going to be volatile. It, not a positively dynamic relationship, but volatile. It's going to be up and down at their whim, at their level of comfort. It's going to be predictably unpredictable. And that's a very difficult way to live because you're going to have tension all the time. You're going to have tension looking over your shoulder, wondering what's going on, wondering if it'll be good enough. It was perfect yesterday, but is it terrible today? Because of this difficulty and their inability and unwillingness to be able to engage in something more unilateral with you, something with more equality. Now, many times you've heard me talk about episode 115, which is about the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. And if you haven't, I encourage you to listen to it because the three things that we must have are equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. And you will never have them with a hijackal. And that's just the truth. It's unavailable. Hijackals don't have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality to offer you because that is totally scary to them. Totally, totally something they would run from. And so it's not going to happen. 
So if you've been thinking to yourself, oh, well, at any time now, they're going to recognize I love them. They're going to relax. They're going to think that they are secure in their relationship, that there's stability, and they will stop doing these things. They won't because they can't. They don't have object constancy. And I did do an episode about this. It, I didn't mention object constancy, but I talked about it in episode 278. It's And the title is, Is All or Nothing Thinking Ruining Your Relationship? And if you've been listening to the podcast where you like to get podcasts and they don't have episode numbers, go to my website, saveyoursanitypodcast.com, and you can see them with their episode numbers there. And that can help you a lot. Just go to saveyoursanitypodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, of course, please support it. I really appreciate when you do with a one-time donation or a monthly donation at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Patreon.com slash save your sanity. <clears throat> so impossible for hijackals to allow you to be you. <laughs> impossible for hijackals to accept you as you are. Impossible for hijackals to take care of you when you're feeling poorly about yourself or you're feeling poorly about the relationship because they are absolutely allergic to flaws. So they are not going to admit that they have any. They're not going to take responsibility for what they do. They're not going to be accountable for how they are, but they want to hold you super accountable. And then they want to blame shift everything onto you. And I'm sure you're familiar with that concept, nasty as it is. I'm sure that that is something that you have become familiar with. And you know, I got kind of interested more in this idea of juggling jello. And I was surprised to learn that in the Urban Dictionary, there is a definition of a jelly juggler. And then I thought, isn't that interesting? That we who are with hijackals or have been with hijackals or were raised by hijackals feel like we are juggling jello. But the definition of a jelly juggler is someone who will say or do anything to get their way. So it turns out that hijackals are also jelly jugglers. And I thought that was kind of amazing to have it coming from two sides. But in that with hijackal, when they are when they are juggling, we're supposed to go along with the show and we're supposed to show our all our appreciation and applause and validation and affirmation for the hijackal. But if we ever needed validation, they will be sure to be on vacation. They will not be present to give you the support, give you the validation, give you the affirmation, even give you the congratulations when you do something. And you know, we've we know that they will even try to take it away from you. If you're celebrating a success and achievement and it's not about them, of course. They will try to ruin the occasion. They will demean it or degrade it or dismiss it or discount it because it's not about them. And so that takes away the, the spotlight from them. It's not their show any longer. So they will do something to disrupt it. So there we have that. And meanwhile, you as a jelly juggler are 
absolutely exhausted because you are juggling jelly on your own, trying to live with a hijackal, and you're supposed to be watching the show that the hijackal is putting on and telling them how wonderful they are. And it is just too much. And when you think about these things, you know, they're installed in us. So much is installed in us that we don't understand so early in our life. Our attachment style, this idea of object constancy, um, early life, two, three years old, these things are part of our natural development. But if they don't happen, if they're not available to us in the environment in which we're born, then we can go sideways in these ways. And if we go sideways, we may end up being a hijackal. And if you're with a hijackal, it's crazy making and it's exhausting. And so when you think about the fact that was I ever or am I ever allowed to make a mistake or have a flaw or be less than perfect? You know, I think back to my childhood, I'm my my parents were hijackals in two different kinds, very different kinds. Um, but having a flaw, oh, no, 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 no. That was not possible. I was supposed to be perfect in every way. And that's a hard thing to shake. I know, you know, it was highly ingrained in me that I was not supposed to make mistakes. And I was not. I was supposed to get everything right, and all my grades were supposed to be high, and all of my needs were supposed to be low, and that's the way it goes. And then you find yourself in a relationship with a hijackal as a partner once you've had a hijackal parent, and the familiarity of that expectation is there. It may be subconscious, um, but it's there. So many times if you had a hijackal parent, you will move on and have a hijackal partner, even though you swore blind you didn't want one. And be kind to yourself when that happens. Be gentle with yourself when you're exhausted from juggling jello too. Because finding yourself with a hijackal is just a moment of saying, Oh, that's why I'm so tired. That's why this seems so impossible. That's why life seems so difficult. That's why I feel like I just want to quit trying. Because no matter how hard you try with the hijackal, you can't get it right. They are dedicated to making sure you are always at fault. And that's no way to live. It's no way to live with somebody who's always telling you that you're wrong, you're not good enough, you won't measure up, you have flaws, you shouldn't make mistakes, you're supposed to be perfect, even though they are not perfect, but they'll tell you that you should be. And they feel deep shame that they're not perfect, and yet they have no problem maintaining that they are perfect and you're the imperfect one. So think a little bit more about the idea of juggling jello. Is that how your relationship feels? And is it an exhausting pursuit? Because I think it really is. And when you when you say to yourself, I'm just, I'm just not going to do that anymore. 
I hope that you'll come on over and become part of the Emerging Empowered Community where we talk about these things. There's there's lots of discussion forums. There's three opportunities a month to ask me questions in a group setting. There are lots and lots of free resources, videos and workbooks and all kinds of things to help you. And it's a very, very inexpensive way to get really in-depth understanding of what goes on if you were raised by or lived with a hijackal. And it's all there for you. I'm here for you too. If you want to work with me at any time, you can go to beaclient.com. I offer a one-time, one-hour new client opportunity for only $97 at beaclient.com. So, why living with a hijackal is like juggling jello? Because it's messy, it's sticky, and it's very unpredictable. And that's what life is when you are in a situation where you are not allowed to be you because they tell you you're not good enough. And I'm here to tell you that you are good enough and that you deserve love, and that you can demonstrate it to yourself, because you matter, and you're precious, and I hope you will treat yourself that way every day. So until we speak again, keep that in mind, that self-care is also giving good messages to yourself, stepping back, having a look at the relationship and seeing it with new, fresh, clear eyes that can help you see that what you're being told is your fault is not. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting emergingempowered.com. Talk soon! So until we speak again, take good care.